<laughs> you come to sunny California and go for a hike in the San Lucia Mountains. There, you have a strange, unpleasant feeling, as if someone's watching you. You look around but don't see a single soul. That's when you glance at the tops of distant mountains in front of you and your heart skips a beat. Up on the peaks, you can see the outline of a giant humanoid figure, arms stretched out with a magnificent full rainbow circling it. This mysterious figure is dressed in all black. You can't make out any facial expressions or detail, but you can see it moving. Then it vanishes right before your eyes. Congrats! You've just witnessed the Dark Watchers, a phenomenon that's been terrifying hikers in the California mountains for over 300 years. Even now, scientists can't give an exact explanation for this mysterious appearance. What we do know is it's completely natural, probably. One theory claims that there are no silhouettes at all. The human brain just thinks up images created by shadows the clouds cast on the mountains. Over the centuries, people share stories about this legend, and their minds begin to show it, building recognizable objects. The same can happen to you, like when you see the contours of a human face on a burnt piece of toast or the shape of a dog in a passing cloud. The most accepted scientific explanation is what's called a Bakken specter. It's when sunlight gets bent by drops of fog or clouds. That explains the rainbow surrounding these figures. As for the shadow, it's only your own being stretched and projected on the mountains before you. After all, these figures usually show up when the sun is behind the witness. Natural or not, the vanishing mysterious figures scared the wits out of you. So we head to Antarctica. Snow, ice, and more blinding sun. Yep, it's a desert too. The light is almost blinding. You squint and off in the distance, you see something red sticking out from all the surrounding endless white. As you get closer, you realize it's a waterfall, an ominous red cascade flowing from the glacier. Splashes fly in all directions and stain the white snow. Don't worry, these so-called blood falls are nothing of the sort. Millions of years ago, hey, I wasn't around then, a glacier formed over a pond and blocked access to sunlight, heat, and oxygen. Then the pond managed to break through the glacier with a little trickle of water. When such salty waters with high levels of iron meets oxygen, it creates that scarlet rust color. This is the only waterfall of its kind in the world. As soon as you come to the Namib Desert, you immediately notice something very strange. Sprinkled among the dry grasslands are almost perfect circles of dirt where nothing grows. These massive polka dots are called fairy circles, and you guessed it, nobody really knows what causes them. The likely culprit is termites eating the grass around their underground colony. That could also explain the circle's differing sizes. The bugs continue to eat as the colony expands outwards, but they stop before they encroach on a neighboring colony. Well, that's neighborly. The patches where you do see grass show a sort of boundary separating different termite populations. So goes the theory. Heading down to Australia's Lake Hillier. Your eyes don't deceive you. Yes, that lake is bubblegum pink and is perfectly safe to swim in. The giant pink puddle is a salt lake, and it's not the only one of its kind in the world. Salt lakes are pink because of a kind of algae and other microorganisms living in them. They produce a red pigment to protect themselves from the sun. 
What's unique about Lake Hillier, though, is the water is still pink even if you scoop it up into a glass. And it remains bright pink all year round. The same can't be said about other pink lakes. Southeast Asia. You see a tree that looks as if someone poured paint all over it. But the rainbow eucalyptus was painted by nature. Its unusual bark changes colors over time, like a kaleidoscope. It starts off as a bright green shade, then red, orange, purple, and finally brown. Then the colorful cycle starts again. Blood rain looks more terrifying than any horror movie. But in reality, there's nothing strange or unnatural about this weather phenomenon. People have known about such scarlet-tinted rains since the times of ancient Rome. Sometimes, powerful winds lift red dust into the atmosphere and carry it far, far away. To another galaxy! (laughs) In the end, this dust gets mixed with clouds, which colors the rain. By the way, dust from coal mines can make the rain black. Pollen is responsible for yellow rains, and some other kinds of dust can turn rainwater white. Back in 2009, people in Ishikawa, Japan saw a kind of rain no one's ever seen before. It was raining tadpoles. The first reason was that the wind that day was so strong, it lifted and carried all those tadpoles away in no time. The second possible reason was that big birds such as gulls just dropped them while they were flying to their nests. Some scientists believe these creatures were hauled off the ground by a water spout and rained down later. By the way, that day, people found not only tadpoles, but also frogs and fish instead of puddles. And yep, it can be raining worms, too. Some people claim they've seen snake rains. Yikes! And instead of common raindrops, people have watched translucent jelly-like blobs falling down from the skies. Now, Australian spiders are notorious, and to frighten people, they've even learned how to rain. Spider rains are a pretty common thing in Australia because of ballooning. They climb up trees, then spin strands of silk, and that's why the wind can carry them away. Usually, people don't notice it, but when it's wet, hundreds of spiders climb up to more desirable places. People say that when it rains or snows, it's possible to see spiders literally drift down on those webs as if they were balloons. If you ever travel to the Mekong River, you'll probably have a chance to see glowing balls rising up from the water and beelining straight into the air. The locals call these the Naga fireballs. Sizes may vary, so these reddish balls can be as tiny as a cherry and as large as a watermelon. During the night, you can see dozens and sometimes even thousands of fireballs. Scientists don't have any solid explanation why it happens, but it's probably flammable gas released by the marshy environment. Still, a local superstition claims it's all because of a giant serpent living in the Mekong. Now, shelf clouds look like something from a sci-fi movie. They form when warm and moist air gets caught in a thunderstorm updraft. These ominous clouds most often mean a storm is coming. Breathtaking rainbow clouds appear on top of cotton-like puffy clouds after thunderstorms. The puffy clouds are low-altitude ones. When the water vapor they contain condenses, the resulting droplets act like prisms. This forms multicolored caps over the clouds. Morning glory clouds are extremely rare. They look like massive tubes stretching across the sky. Most researchers agree that these clouds appear when an updraft squeezes through the cloud. This creates the signature rolling appearance. The cool air at the back of the cloud makes it sink downward. The best, but not the only place to see morning glory is Australia's Gulf of Carpentaria. If you decide to travel there to see these clouds, 
choose a period from late September or October to early November. Huge white lumps over your head are called mammatus clouds. They make you believe the sky is falling. Most clouds form when air rises in the atmosphere, but not mammatus ones. They appear when moist and cool air goes down and mixes with dry air. The result? Unique puffed rice clouds. By the way, if you spot this phenomenon, bad weather is just around the corner. Whoa, mama! If you get to the bottom of the Caribbean just off the coast of Cuba, you'll see circular columns, paved floors, symmetrical stone structures. That's what the Cuban underwater city looks like. Why was a large city abandoned? Lots of people believe the ruins once belonged to a long-forgotten civilization. But scientists have their doubts. They claim the lost city is nothing but a natural phenomenon that appeared about 5 million years ago. Such disk and donut structures often occur around the areas of the seafloor where natural gases break free. Those who have ever heard an annoying sound a kettle makes when the water is boiling can't imagine what the whistle sounds like. Even though this noise isn't as blood-curdling as some other unexplained sounds, it doesn't make the whistle any less mysterious. It's incredibly elusive. In 1997, only one underwater microphone was able to pick it up. At that time, researchers didn't manage to pinpoint the source of the noise. The most likely cause of the unusual sound is the eruption of one of the submarine volcanoes. But once again, there's not enough proof to make sure. Mm.